New foreign minister proclaims Israel is in the middle of World War III. Russian President Vladimir Putin is under pressure to attack the British military. Today on the End Time Show, we'll discuss Israel, Hamas, Putin, and the power shift to Europe. Don't miss it. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, last year, you and I's first show for the year was the coming Temple Mount War in Israel. How interesting is that? Well, it's pretty interesting since we're here a year later and we're talking about two of the same things. It's very interesting. Of course, you know, Vince, these are the two prophecies that we talk about all the time that are kind of there we don't know which one's going to happen first and both of them are in the news today so well some have speculated that the reason Hamas attacked Israel was because of how close they are with the red heifers mm -hmm. uh, of course that's tied to the Temple Mount and that's exactly what we were talking about last year at this time yeah and of course we saw on October 7th the attacks occur and uh, it's just interesting that what we see in the headlines what we see Bible prophecy saying uh, these things are developing it seems to be faster than ever before. Yeah. It's an exciting time to be alive for a number of reasons. And so this year, the first show, we're talking about the power shift to Europe. How do you see that unfolding? Do you think that will, you think that will happen in 2024? Well, I mean, it could, Vince, because we could see this war escalate into World War III. Some of the things that are being said right now, uh, other uh, things that have happened over the weekend that we'll, we'll talk about here uh, that are pushing this. And, uh, and we've also heard from, you know, a friend of ours from Israel uh, that they heard the same thing, that it was possible we could be in World War III before too long. So uh, it, it looks like if this war were to happen, that's exactly what we could see um, coming out of this war. We could see the power shift go from, uh, you know, the United States being the main power of the world uh, to a European-based power uh, rising up. And, you know, they, they've even said um, that's one of the things that they want to do. The WEF talked about it, about the United States no longer being a superpower, uh, but it being a lot of smaller countries making a superpower. Um, we're seeing what's happening with BRICS right now. Uh, you know, they've had five new members over the weekend sign up, Iran being one of them, Saudi Arabia being another, uh, United Arab Emirates being another one. So big developments happening um, that is kind of removing the United States from that power base, and we're seeing a shift in the world already. So a war like this, most definitely, we could see Europe rise up and be the power that we know it's going to be from the Bible. You brought up BRICS, and uh, I talked to Dr. Robert Costa this morning. We're going to have him back on uh, here pretty soon to talk about what's happening around the world from a financial perspective and what to expect in 2024. So we're excited about that. But one thing I'm really excited about, it's Doug's birthday this coming weekend. Oh, my goodness. And so... Um, <laughs> We won't be here on Sunday, Doug, but we're here today and we're doing right. the show tomorrow. Sure. And so put in the comments, happy birthday, Doug. I think you turned 40 this year after finally, oh, right? Oh boy, do I miss 40. <laughs> yeah, well, a little older than 40. So. Well, it's Doug's birthday weekend. We're going to celebrate 
every day between now and Sunday at least. <laughs> so say happy birthday, Doug, in the comments. Uh, email him if you've got his email. Do whatever you can to get the word out that it's Doug's birthday. And you're drinking the new roast from First Cup Coffee, the Boston Common. First Cup is a Christian-owned Patriot coffee company out of the great state of Texas where Doug was born. They've got 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. You can get one of their roasts, either ground, whole bean, or even pods for the Keurig machine users out there. Ditch the grocery store coffee that's been sitting there for up to two years. Go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they're going to give you another 10% off. So go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off today. All right, Doug, here we go. Yeah. In addition to what's happening with the power shift to Europe, Dave and Jana, they're going to be in Westlaco, Texas this weekend doing a conference on January 6th and 7th. You can get more information on that at endtime.com slash events. But uh, Dave's going to specifically be talking about um, the green horse and World War III and giving breaking prophecy news. So that's going to be very important for everybody in the Westlaco area to come to. But what do we need to know currently about this World War III situation uh, that the new foreign minister for Israel, his name's actually Israel Katz, um, he's proclaiming that they're in the middle of World War III. What do we make of that? Yeah, so, you know, he talked about this yesterday, and, I mean, to Israel, this really would feel like a world war, I'm sure. And, I mean, they're being attacked on all fronts right now. Uh, you know, there was a little bit of news today where um, I Iran was attacked over the weekend, and, you know, of course, they were saying that they would retaliate. And so there's some things going on there, uh, but it seems like ISIS has now taken responsibility for that attack. So that's one of the things that are happening in the world. We're seeing the Islamic State rise back up. Remember, uh, under the Trump administration, we had pretty much wiped ISIS out. But now ISIS is on the rise again and apparently done a terrorist attack there. But what this uh, foreign minister for Israel was saying was, you know, he left uh, during the COVID-19 crisis. So that was one crisis, the pandemic then. And then he says, I returned to the middle of a war, and it's not just against Hamas, which is very true. I mean, we've got uh, not only are they fighting the Muslim sanctions over there with, with you've got the, uh, not the sanctions, but the, the Muslim Brotherhood and the people there uh, with Hezbollah, with uh, the um, Houthis there also. And so they're fighting on all these different fronts right now. There also, there's fighting going on. I mean, there's terrorist attacks that have been happening also in the West Bank and some of the areas where the settlements are. So there's, there's even that now. They're fighting on all sides. So they feel like they're surrounded. We talked about that the other day with the Ring of Fire and what Israel's doing with their proxy war here. But then he also says that they're fighting against this violent, uh, radical ideology that they're dealing with out of Europe uh, it's one of the things that, and it's not just Europe either. I mean, we're watching it happen right here uh, in the United States, Vince. We're seeing, uh, you know, more and more of the free Palestine uh, mm -hmm. protest, uh, people coming into uh, different areas and screaming, cease fire now, cease fire now. So you're seeing that more and more, uh, not just in Europe, but it's happening all over the world now. And that's one of the things he's talking about. So it's like Israel is at the forefront of this war. And he sees it as a world war because of all the different areas that they're getting attacked from as far as these protests and things like that. So if you remember, too, one of the things we talked about uh, with the uh, young lady who was part of the IDF 
she said that that was one of the main things that they were going to have to do is change the ideology of uh, what's taken place over the last, you know, 70 years. And, uh, you know, she said it was going to take 20 years or so to do that. I saw an article this morning where um, they've got Hamas are training young children. It showed a, a young boy around the age of 10 with a rocket launcher on his shoulder. And so that's what she's talking about. We've got to stop teaching hate to these children to grow up and hate somebody like Israel. So, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say there, there's been talk of, there, there's been war since forever. I mean, there's right. always been wars going on and talks of wars. Absolutely. And when I look at, um, you know, the rumors and uh, even other wars that are occurring, but here we are saying that um, World War III is upon us and that that could very well become the thing. Well, you know, I want to know, like, okay, how do we really know that? Why is it so important to highlight what's going on now and see what the Bible has to say about specifically what we call World War III. Right. So I think it would be good to take a look at that. But before we do, I want to remind you, one thing you can do to help us out there is share these videos. So we get um, suppression all the time because of what we talk about. We obviously are Christians. We obviously talk about the Bible. We obviously have a pr uh, conservative perspective on things. And so, you know, the overlords at Facebook and YouTube and all these other, they don't really like that. And here we are, not only are we conservative, but we're also Bible believers. And that makes us, a, uh, I guess, enemy number one. <laughs> I, I would say that uh, we're probably the most censored Christian organization out there, Doug. I mean, yeah. to my knowledge, maybe there's one more censored. I don't know, but we've been censored so much. And uh, nonetheless, you can help us out a lot by sharing this video. Um, commenting, uh, giving the heart instead of the thumbs up. Uh, but when you comment things like happy birthday, Doug, or whatever you want to comment, that does help us out a lot, break through the algorithms, get to your friends and family. So share this now. We're getting ready to talk about what the Bible has to say about World War III. And if, if your friends ever needed to hear anything, your family ever needed to hear anything, it's what the Bible says is coming in regards to this war. So Doug, uh, sh uh, share. Please help us by sharing that. Revelation 9 is where World War III, mm -hmm. the sixth trumpet, is mentioned. Right. Um, how much of that do we need to cover? Starting well, you know, verse 13. I think just basically because most people that listen to the program, they've heard us talk about this, um, you know, this particular uh, passage here. But it's the sixth trumpet and, and it's the sixth trumpet war that we refer to as World War Three. Mm -hmm. And the reason why, Vince, is because of the sheer number of people that will be killed in this war. The Bible tells us that, tells us there will be one third of mankind that are killed. So, you know, I think just hit the highlights of these scriptures to help everybody understand that the, the reason why we look at what's going on in Israel right now and what's happening around them is because of the location of these four angels that are bound in the scriptures. <laughs> that is a highlight and that is what makes your ears perk up with, yeah, there's been wars throughout history, but this one, there's some, there's some milestones we can look to right. in order to identify when this sixth trumpet does sound. And of course, um, here it is in verse 14. It says that these four angels are bound in the great river Euphrates. Yeah. Now that's not the Mississippi. <laughs> That's right. not the Nile. Mm -hmm. This great river Euphrates is in the Middle East, mm -hmm. and there's four countries that house this river. Right. Iran, Iraq, Turkey, and Syria. Right. Well, what do we got going on right now in the world? Exactly. If I see activity that is resembles a war or, you know, is very um, 
a lot of death occurring around it, and it's near this, mm -hmm. then my ears perk up. So that's the, the first big thing that jumps out at me. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I mean, one of the things that we have to look at, too, is uh, what's been going on in this region for so long. We, we There's been major wars happening there. We talked about ISIS earlier. We talked about... Um, the area of Syria being where uh, Iran is coming in and they're putting installations there where they've got military bases. They have uh, missiles stored there. And so there's been uh, several different things that have happened within Syria. But we've, we've also got Turkey now that has condemned Israel for what they're doing in Palestine. We've, we've heard their, um, you know, their leaders stand up. We even saw, you know, one story where a man died of a massive heart attack right after he said that they wouldn't escape, um, you know, the, the hand of Allah. And so, um, you know, we, we've had Turkey, you know, speaking out against what's going on. They're bordering that river. We've got um, Hezbollah who are attacking in Iraq where some of our bases are. You've got Iran and then the things that are going on in Syria. So everybody within that your um, that Euphrates River area are involved in what's going on right now. So yes, that's a major, major clue there for what we're looking at and, and trying to figure out, hey, is this where we're headed? Are we headed indeed into World War III? How do you feel about President Biden and his administration's ability to manage, I guess, the relationship in all of this uh, from an American perspective? <laughs> Well, <laughs> you're going to get me in trouble, Vince. <laughs> What's uh, new? It's your, it's your birthday, right? right? In double trouble. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, you know, I, for one thing, I have to give the Biden administration uh, credit for what they're doing as far as having warships out there, as far as uh, trying to help defend. But it's almost as if they're speaking out of both sides of their mouth because uh, at the same time, you know, we're telling the Palestinian uh, leaders one thing, we're saying one thing to Israel. So they're, they're, like I said, they're talking out both sides of their mouth. They're really not doing the things that they should be doing as far as uh, hitting back against Iran. Um, you know, they're, they're taking out targets and doing things, but they're giving them ample warning and letting them know. So there's really no casualties. We're just blowing up empty buildings, basically. Uh, for, for people to understand that America means business, we have to be strong. And if, if we're hit and we lose life, we need to hit back with the same uh, type of, you know, war power that we were hit with at least. And so I feel like we need to step our game up. So I, that's all I'll really say about that. I feel like they need to really have Israel's back. And I think that we need to step it up a little bit when we're defending our servicemen and women. Well, Doug, we are headed toward a presidential election, as you know, mm -hmm. and one thing we can be sure of for 2024, it's going to be a turbulent year in one way or another, and we already see the impacts of inflation at the pump and the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than uh, wages have increased, and so how are you protecting your savings from globalist policies being implemented here in the United States? Uh, consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just visit birchgold.com slash endtime and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. So get that free info kit by going to birchgold.com slash endtime and claim that today. All right, Doug, so the four angels in the River Euphrates, that's the first big milestone. What's the second one for you? 
Well, just the sheer number of people that are going to be killed. A third of mankind. Right. The size of the army. Which ends up being a 200 million man army, correct? Yes. Now, is that men or can it be women as well? I, I would assume that can be women as well. I don't, I don't. When this was written, not a lot of women were in military. Right, but now uh, we look at different times. So yeah, I could. I would assume that that would just be an, an army that it's on the field that is capable of having 200 million bodies on that on that field to play. I guess it says the number of them. It doesn't say. It doesn't say that that they're, that they're all men. So right. nonetheless, uh, what's another one? And the fact that, you know, because this is where a lot of people uh, ask questions all the time is, could it be something other than war that's causing this one-third mm. to die? And the reason some why... Some people ask us if COVID was it. Right. Know? That's one of the things they ask is, what if it could be another pandemic or something like that? Well, the Bible's very clear. It gives you understanding of what kills one-third of mankind. And it says the fire, the smoke, and the brimstone. So war implementations is what this is talking about. And we see it probably as a nuclear war. Uh, but, you know, we've watched some of these, uh, these bombs that have gone off lately. There aren't nuclear bombs, but they're very powerful. I mean, we saw that hit on the uh, Russian uh, warship the other day and the impact that that had in the explosion. And that was one missile coming from an airplane. So, I mean... It wouldn't necessarily have to be that, but to kill that many people, we feel like it would go into a nuclear uh, war. And with North Korea, you know, they're, they're capable of doing this. They've talked about uh, retaliation against the United States. Of course, we know Russia and China can both um, do that. And now Iran are days away from uh, uranium that's enriched enough to make a nuclear warhead. So we're, we're looking at that being um, something that could definitely happen that would kill that many people, and it would be a worldwide effect, just starting from that region. So those are the things from that passage. And I, I think, what is that, uh, Revelation 19, 13 through 21? If anybody wants yes. to look that up and read that for themselves, you can see everything in that prophecy. But it's, it's very important because that's what everybody's talking about right now. now. Doug, this isn't in our notes. We didn't plan to talk about it, so I'm just throwing this out. Jump to Matthew 24, mm -hmm. Jesus talks about Earthquakes, right? I don't think we've talked about that yet. Not um, today. So, yeah, not today. So, was it Monday, January first? Was that Monday? I think yes. so. Um, of course, we woke up to the earthquakes that were occurring in Japan, mm -hmm. all over. They even had some in California. Yeah. And uh, you and I were texting about that, going, "Here we go. This is pretty crazy." Because, well, those earthquakes were crazy, and we had just talked about the sh on the show. Uh, things to look for and Matthew 24 lines that out right um, so we were talking about things to look for in 2024 and here it came so what's your take on that well I mean Vince one of the things that scripture tells us I think it's Romans chapter 8 where it says that even creation would cry out mm. uh, I think that we're at that point we're at the point now to where even creation is awaiting Jesus coming back. And it says that creation would cry out. There would be shaking in the, in the land. There would be the seas raging against uh, the, the men. And so there's all kinds of things that scripture talks about. And we're starting to see that too. 
But we, we also talked about that the other day, that these are things that Jesus specifically said to look for, that these are the beginning of the birth pain. And so look for these things. And we talked about would these be more fulfilled in 2024. Then the first day of 2024, boom, we have a 7.5, I think it was, in Japan, followed by a 7 or 6.8. And then uh, there was, of course, tsunami warnings. And then, like you said, there were earthquakes in California. There were actually earthquakes all over the place on the mm -hmm. 1st of January. That's why I texted you that day and said, wow, <laughs> look at this. We just talked about it, and here we go. You know, So it is interesting, but I do believe, like you said at the beginning of the program today, Vince, we are living in very exciting times. And uh, it's not a time for fear, but it's, it's a time to begin to show people, hey, this is in Scripture. You don't have to be afraid because Jesus said it would happen. We just have to trust in Him. And we need to make sure that we're right uh, with what Scripture says about being born again. Everybody needs to be born again. And that's what we're supposed to do. Because Matthew 24 told us, um, you know, that this gospel of the kingdom would be preached in all the world. Then the end should come. So um, that's what we need to be preparing for is to teach the gospel. And we explain what that is at endtime.com slash reborn. So make sure that your life has been transformed the way the disciples described it. Make sure that you've been born again by going to endtime.com slash reborn. Um, Doug, you know, I hearing about Putin being under pressure to attack British military kind of starts, I don't know, that seems funny to me. It's not, not in a humorous way, but it seems odd that that's happening. Mm -hmm. uh, what do we make of that? Well, you know, Vince, one of the reasons why they're saying this is because uh, they found out that the British military actually provided the weapons that were used against that ship that was sunk the other day. Uh, and there were 87 servicemen who uh, were injured in that. And so this is one of the things that their defense ministers are telling Putin, hey, we need to send a clear message to these countries that are supporting Ukraine and sending them the weapons to use against us. Uh, and so that's why they're saying we, they need to do that. And one of the things that got me in this article, I kind of, um, we got this article from uh, MSN is where I pulled it from. But one of the things that he talked about, not only retaliation for the Black Sea attack that happened on them last week, but he says that they really need to send a clear message. It says that... Um, it would be, this is a blow from Britain and the United States and uh, a desire to interrupt the positive background from the capture of Marinka, as well as recent successes that the Russian armed forces have had at the front. So they're, they're basically saying it's not just Britain that they're talking about, but they're saying even the United States because of our part in this. I know it's the West. Putin always talks about the West, and so he's kind of grouping NATO together. But this could cause even bigger problems. If they attack Britain, we're, we're tied to Britain. I mean, they're part of our, UDO, our, our NATO alliance, and we would have to help Great Britain in a situation like that. This could definitely escalate into bigger problems. So we're seeing this happen. That's why I've just pulled these things because it's like, man, they are telling Putin basically to attack Great Britain right now. And we haven't even talked about China and Taiwan and don't even plan to. There's enough here right. where we can talk about what the Bible says is coming without even bringing up what China and the potentials of what China and Taiwan Absolutely. Uh, brings. And you know, uh, talking about all this, um, 
I guess, world government system, this globalist stuff, it makes me think that, you know, these globalists, they want you to eat 3D printed steaks and burgers made from cricket powder, which I know is not on the menu for your birthday party, Doug. No, sir. Is that right? <laughs> That's no, right. No I'm not steaks. eating that. All right. Our friends at BackyardButchers.com, they don't want you to do that either. They're delivering American-raised and harvested meat from right here in our American backyards to dinner tables across our nation, and Klaus Schwab hates every minute of it. Go to BackyardButchers.com and save an extra 20% off your entire order by using the code ENDTIME with over half a million happy customers. Let me make sure your orders are delivered right on time every single month. Go to BackyardButchers.com slash ENDTIME, buy American meat today, and get 20% off your entire order. All right, Doug. Iran, what's going on there? Another country that uh, hosts the Euphrates River that uh, Revelation mentions there, talking about the Sixth Trumpet War. Um, so what's happening there that, that seems important to us? Yeah, so one of the things that happened, uh, this attack happened yesterday, Vince, and it happened as they were doing a ceremony to honor uh, the Iranian commander that was killed by a U.S. drone strike four years ago. And uh, when they were at this memorial, they were attacked with these terrorist bombs and it killed 80 people in Iran. Like I said earlier, ISIS has now claimed responsibility for these attacks, which is odd because this, you know, to me it's, it's just weird because of where it happened and when it happened. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait as we find out more about this. But once again, we're talking about Iran being hit on their soil uh, in this area of the Euphrates River, uh, you know, once again, stories like this catch your attention. And it's just interesting that now we have the Islamic State saying, hey, we did this to Iran. It makes you wonder why did they do this and what's going on with that particular situation. I guess we'll have to wait and see how all that plays out. But that story broke today that ISIS had taken credit for that. Now, well, we're talking today about Israel, Hamas, Putin, and the power shift to Europe. And we'll get into more of that power shift to Europe on the other side of the break that's coming up here. Uh, we are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. There are open lines. Joe from New York is waiting, Doug. We're going to get to him a little bit later. He wants to tell you happy birthday. I'm sure a lot of you others out there that want to call in and wish Doug a happy birthday. That'd be a great day to do it. Um, but yes, we are taking your calls. 877-END TIME is the number to join us. Doug, before we go to break, uh, is there anything else you want to add before we get to this power shift to Europe? Except for that we got a special guest coming on to talk about it. What else? Well, I mean, just the, the point that here we are, Vince, we're talking about these things uh, and the way that they're, they're kind of falling into place this year. We've been watching it, you know, I mean, how long have we been talking about Russia and Ukraine? It's been a two-year war. We're, we're into this situation with Israel since October. But things are beginning to move very fast, and we're hearing more and more talk every day about World War III. Uh, for, for somebody in the Knesset to stand up and say, uh, we're actually in World War III right now. And, and like I said, I know if you're in Israel, it feels like World War III to you. But as we're looking from the rest of the world and seeing these pieces begin to fall in place, it does appear like that is a very plausible situation that could happen. Uh, if we're not already in World War III, we could see that happen this year, and especially because of the way these power shifts are beginning to happen. All right, we're going to look more at that power shift with a special guest. You definitely don't want to go anywhere to miss that. We'll be right back. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back.
a voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 end time. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're taking your calls. Now's a great time to uh, give us a call as we do have open lines. I want to remind you again, Dave and Jana will be in West Laco, Texas this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. So make plans to come out and meet them. And Dave will be teaching a brand new lesson called The Green Horseman and World War III. So it's definitely one you don't want to miss. And of course, Sunday will be breaking prophecy news. So uh, make plans to come by going to endtime.com slash events. We're happy to help you out over the phone as well if you call 800 endtime. Um, Doug? The power shift to Europe. What do we need to know about that? Because that sounds interesting. It doesn't seem like, it seems like Europe has been out of power for a long time as far as a global power, even though I know they're still big. They just they haven't seemed as powerful as they once were. Are we suggesting that they're going to have, like, are they going to be the number one region again soon? Or, or what, what are we looking at from the biblical perspective? Yeah, I mean, you know, based on what we know from Scripture, and especially from, you know, Daniel chapter 7 and Revelation chapter 13, uh, there is going to be a power shift back to Europe and, and really to the reborn Holy Roman Empire. But, uh, I mean, one of my favorite teachings that we have is World War III, the entrance ramp to the Antichrist. And so I thought we could grab a couple of clips from that today and refresh everybody's memory about what uh, Pastor Baxter taught and how we could see that shift begin to happen because of this war we're talking about, the Six Trumpet War, World War III. Before we do that, I'll remind you again, you help us out a lot when you share this video. Of course, we're about to play some clips from Irvin Baxter talking about this power shift to Europe. So it's a great time to share the video if there ever was a great time. Uh, also, don't forget to heart the video and comment what you're thinking. Ready for the first clip with Irvin? Yep. All right, here we go. Now, what else is going to happen after this war? We know that the center for world power is going to swing to Europe because we saw the beast. It's got the body of the leopard, Germany, the feet of the bear, Russia, the mouth of the lion, Great Britain. It's got the ten-horned kingdom, 
which is made up of Europe, the revival of the Holy Roman Empire. So the center of world power is going to swing to the European Union and the Euro. And furthermore, this peace agreement will then quickly be made. And so the world's going to think, oh, finally, peace. With this horrible catastrophe, there's going to be an upswing of religious fervor. The Bible teaches that a very strong religious leader will arise and he will make coalition with the Antichrist himself. The Bible calls this religious leader the false prophet. And he will lead most of Christianity. The Bible is very clear that apostate Christianity, I'm talking about Christians who say, well, doctrine doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't really matter what you believe. And so they're, it's going to make be easy for them to rejoin themselves with Roman Catholicism. Most of Christianity will become one again. And they're going to follow the leadership of Roman Catholicism into this agreement with the one world leader of the world, the Antichrist. Okay, so Vince, what he's letting us know there is from this war, this uh, Six Trumpet War, that the EU will emerge as one of the major powers. He kind of showed us uh, that, talking about it there. From Revelation 13, we, we understand that there's going to be a ten-horned uh, beast that's going to be part of that one world beast. It's got seven heads, ten horns, uh, the body of a leopard, the mouth of a lion, the feet of the bear. So Revelation 13 tells us all those things. Well, that ten-horned beast is uh, the revived Holy Roman uh, Union. So we'll be able to look at that later. I've got scripture there that we can go in reference later. But I wanted to, to get that from Pastor Baxter so that we can move into the next segment of this talking about what now the EU is imposing on Israel and Palestine. So, Doug, while we, while we pull that up, I need to correct some false advertising. Okay. Dave is not teaching the Green Horse in World uh, War III this weekend. Okay. He doesn't do that until he comes to the Dallas, Texas, uh, uh, Garland area gotcha. the week after. So you're not going to get that if you go to Westlaco, but it'll still be a great lesson. Yes, it will be. And Understand the end time. Yeah, it's a great place. I mean, we always have a great time when we go down there and uh, it's in the valley of South Texas. And so there's a lot going on in that area right now it because is. of the Your open traffic has increased dramatically lately. Uh, yes, it has. <laughs> and so the church should be booming. So anyway, should be a great conference. Um, me and Tina usually go with them on that, but we're not going to get to go this year. Uh, but it's always good down in West Lico, So Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that. No worries. So like Pastor Baxter was talking about a while ago, he, he was saying out of this war will come a peace agreement uh, that will be brought on by a world leader. So that's actually in Daniel 9.27. We talk about this quite a bit. Uh, I'll let you read that scripture from Daniel 9.27 before we talk about this. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Okay, so we'll talk about that more in a minute. I got another video clip I want to show that goes more in depth in that and what that means, but uh, also... One of the things we need to understand is that he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. Now, keep that so in Pope, mind. Right? 
do what? It's the Pope, right? <laughs> a lot of people think that. Uh, the Pope will be very much involved, but he will not be the he. This is talking about the Antichrist, and it says that he'll confirm this with many. So that word confirm there means to agree with or make stronger. So we know that there's already a peace plan introduced. We already have uh, a lot of the Muslim nations that have signed on with Israel to normalize uh, their agreement with them. And he's going to make this stronger when he comes on the scene. He's going to agree with it. He's going to make it stronger. But I want you now to hear what this EU, um, European Union foreign policy chief has to say about this conflict that's going on right now. And this comes from an article from just yesterday, Vince. It's very important that people kind of understand this. Some people are looking at this guy as a possibility for an antichrist person. So I'm not saying Hang he on, is. Doug. I'm not saying what, what are you at? What are you saying here? Yeah, well, before you got to that question, I thought I would throw it Man, out there. And pick I, me I, off. I clipped your, your legs out from <laughs> under you there. I'm sorry. There needs to be a penalty flag flown, I guess. But uh, Typical cowboy stuff. You know. <laughs> but so this European Union foreign policy chief, Josef Borrell, said that he he actually said on Wednesday he demanded, he didn't just say, that the international community impose a solution to the conflict between Israel and the Palestinian terrorists in Judea and Samaria and the Gaza Strip. So we need to do a show, is Yosef Burrell the Antichrist? We really do because, I mean, there's a lot that we could check into this. And Dave, I was talking to Dave in his office this morning about this guy and some of the things that he found out just today. He's going to research them and, uh, and see what he can dig up on him because he's a very interesting person, especially when he says things like this because he, he mentions Judea, Samaria, and, of course, Gaza. He talks about it there. But he says an international community needs to impose that solution. Hmm. So we're John talking. John Tennessee is going to love that show. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> uh, but when we look at that and we look at what he's saying there, he's saying exactly what we've thought for a long time, that it would be something that the, the um, international community would force on them after one third of mankind's killed, after a war uh, like what we're talking about today. He says that um, he said what we've learned over the past 30 years and what we're learning now with this tragedy experienced in Gaza is that the solution must be imposed from the outside, okay? One of the reasons why he's saying that, Vince, is because there needs to be an outside force there that doesn't have stake in the Temple Mount and the things that could go into this peace agreement, okay? The land, the peace, uh, the uh, Temple Mount, all those things. He says peace will only be achieved in a lasting manner if the international community gets involved intensely to achieve it and imposes a solution. He added referring to the United States, to Europe, and the Arab countries. So remember, the Antichrist will make a covenant with many for one seven, one week. So uh, that's exactly what he's talking about here. Many people being involved in this and it being imposed on the Palestinian-Israel agreement. So very interesting. And we've got that clip if you want to go to it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's take a quick look right now of the likely order of prophetic fulfillments because I've been talking about a lot of things that may not be totally familiar to you. So let's just quickly look 
at the timeline of events and how, how all these things are going to, going to unfold. We know that the Sixth Trumpet War happens. And then either just before that or just after that, there will be a peace agreement in the Middle East. The Bible calls this the confirmation of the covenant. When the peace agreement takes place, which clears the way for the final borders of Israel to be established and the temple mount to be placed under international control, opening the way for a temple to be built. When that happens, we know that marks the beginning of the final seven years to the battle of Armageddon and the second coming of Jesus Christ to this earth. So we've got the sixth trumpet war. We've got the international peace for the Middle East is confirmed. And then shortly after that, within three and a half years, the Jewish temple will be built. And it looks like it will happen within that three and a half year period. The Bible says in two or three different places specifically that Israel will build her temple on the Temple Mount. So the temple will be rebuilt. Now, once the temple is built, the Jewish people will begin animal sacrifices again. And when they start these animal sacrifices, this is going to be bad news to the animal rights activists and to the different people that are opposed to that. And so there's going to be a lot of problems that will be entailed by these developments all happening in the land of Israel. These things, I'm not telling you these things may happen. The Bible specifically prophesies that these things are going to happen. So the sacrifices will be instituted. And then because of all the uproar created, the Bible teaches the Antichrist will cause the sacrifice and the oblation to stop. He will cause the daily sacrifice to cease. And this is prophesied at least three times in your Bible. Then... He not only will cause the sacrifice to cease, but he will assert his authority on the Temple Mount. By this time, the Temple Mount will be placed under an international control, which already is being proposed by the U.S. government right now. They have already said the way to solve the argument over the control of Jerusalem and the control of the Temple Mount is to place it under international control. Well, that's apparently going to happen. Doug, yeah. I sure do miss Irvin Baxter. I do too. <laughs> I do too. Uh, we aren't trying to be Irvin Baxter. We should make that clear. Mm -mm. Uh, he's a great man. Uh, we would love to be like him, but God's called us to be us. Right. And we're doing our best to do our part. Man, we're trying. And nobody here <laughs> is trying to replace Irvin Baxter. Right. We will forever honor his legacy and what he did here at End Time and around the world. And we miss him just as much as that. And we know that y'all would much rather be watching him than us. We know that. <laughs> and we miss him too. So uh, if you're on board with uh, us playing these clips of Irvin every once in a while, put it in the comments. Let us know. Just put his name, Irvin Baxter. Uh, let us know you miss him as well. And Doug, we need people's prayer out there. Mm -hmm. We've got a big job. Our whole team here at End Time, we are... Um, pursuing our God-given purpose, and it's tough some days, and we need wisdom from above on how we talk about things, Absolutely. what we talk about, and uh, man, we wanna be led by His Spirit and anointed, and so we need your prayers out there. We certainly would appreciate um, praying for Dave, Doug, and I, and all of our team here at End Time, because we are doing our best to tell you the truth, and sometimes that can be a challenge, and so please pray for us. We're praying for you. Submit your prayer requests at endtime.com slash contact. Our team gathers every single morning. So do that today and we'll pray for you this coming week. God bless you. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME. 877-363-8463 is the number to join us. Call now and you will likely get in. Um, Doug, before we go to the calls, we'll quickly hit those elements of that peace treaty that was just being discussed. The number one, the area, this is according to the Bible, number one, the area of Judea will be given to the Palestinians as their homeland. Yeah. Now, some of that has already happened. Are we saying that that hasn't fully uh, happened yet? Or is that implemented at this point? Right, that hasn't fully happened. That will be one of the, the key factors within that is the two-state solution that you hear talked about all the time. So in spite of them having Bethlehem currently in Gaza and different places like that, you're saying it hasn't fully happened yet? Right. All right, number two, the Jews living in the Palestinian homeland will be allowed to remain living as a Jewish minority. Yes. That is also currently happening, but... Well, right now they're under Jewish authority there. So they're Jewish people living in the Jewish, settlements. Yes. Okay. Now, once Palestine becomes a state, they'll be living under the Palestinian authority at that point. Gotcha. Number three, the Temple Mount will be placed under a sharing arrangement so that both Muslims and Jews will be allowed to worship there. Mm -hmm. That's not even close to being true today. <laughs> not yet. All right, number four, the Jews will be allowed to build their temple on the Temple Mount without disturbing the Dome of the Rock or the Alaska Mosque. Yes. Also not close today. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's close, but they're not constructing it right now. Right. Uh, number five, the issue of control over Jerusalem will remain unresolved. Consequently, its status will be put off until later, apparently seven years later. Yes. So it might be a seven-year deal. It appears that way from Scripture, and it looks like that will be what the final battle is over is Jerusalem. Now, Doug, what I find interesting is one of the latest attempts at peace. You know, it seems like over the years there's been peace attempts, mm -hmm. and there's been certain elements that we saw right out of the gate, These out of these five that were incorporated. Right. I don't recall there ever being a time where most of these were covered. We would see one element and go, oh man, this could be it. We won't know until we get the full details. Right. Well, when Trump presented his peace plan, this last one that did not happen, right. um, there were four of the five elements listed in there as if he, his team did it based off of what the Bible says is coming. The fifth one, which was not indicated in the document, was that the Temple Mount would be placed under a sharing arrangement. Right. But it did say, no, it's, it's that they could build their temple. That's the one that wasn't listed. Right. That the Jews would be able to build their temple. What it did say, though, is that everyone, all religions would be able to worship there. 
well, we understand that the Jews, if they're going to worship there the way they believe is proper, they're going to put a temple back. And so it didn't say that right out of the gate before the five were clearly listed there. Right. So that seems quite interesting. Does that make Donald Trump the Antichrist? It does not make Donald Trump the Antichrist. But it, what it, one thing I will say about it is um, the Muslims, uh, the, the different countries that have signed on with it, uh, they know that that clause exists in there, and so they are on board with that. So that is something that, you know, I think everybody needs to kind of look at and go, wow, I didn't even consider that because you don't, looking at the surface of it, you don't understand that that's what's in there, but, um, you know, it's actually in there, and they agreed to that, that everyone should be able to worship upon that Temple Mount uh, respectfully of all the other religions. So, uh, Yes, very, very important clause that's in there. Even though it didn't spell it out for a temple to be built, we know because of Revelation 11, there will be a temple built there. Absolutely. All right, we ready to go to the phones? Let's do it. All right, we're going to start in Utah. Mary Ann's watching there. Mary Ann, welcome to the End Time Show. Well, hi, Vince. Hi, hi. Doug. Hi. Hey, I just want to uh, sing a little song to you. Oh, my. All and right. it'll be happy birthday to Doug, okay? There we go. All right. Happy birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Doug. Happy birthday to you. Mary Ann, wow, where can Mary people Ann, buy your good. album? And Thank many you. more, hon. My, my, my. Thank you very much. That was You're great. You're welcome. You take care now. Well, right, nobody's going to top Mary Ann, so... <laughs> All right, huh? Doug, happy birthday, Marianne. Thank Thanks for the call. Beautiful singing. Mm -hmm. She did a great job. I think we should clip that and post it on Sunday, your <laughs> actual birthday. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to New York. It's time for the Joe Show. Joe, welcome Joe. to the End Time Show. Joe, are you there? Hello, Joe. All right, Joe knows what he's doing, so uh, we'll have to put him on hold for a moment and see if we can get him back here momentarily. We'll come all the way back down to Texas. Trey's watching there. Trey, welcome to the End Time Show. Yes. I kind of have a question that kind of leads into what Dave said yesterday about how important it is we have a president, but he didn't talk about you know the Senate and the House. So you're not going to sing to Doug? <laughs> no, I, 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 he, he would probably uh, hang up on me if I tried to sing to him. That's all right, Trey. I, I, would, be, I would be banned permanently, so no, I don't want to risk it. <laughs> All right, back but to your question. To you, Doug. I, I, Thank you. I, I hope appreciate you have a blessed one. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. I was going to take now. Uh, this kind of kind of leads into what y'all saying about the, uh, the covenant with the many. And to me, the Senate's extremely important for two reasons. They have the final say who gets to be on the Supreme Court. Only the president can only nominate who gets to be on the Supreme Court and all the lower level, other level justices, like the federal district courts and the appellate courts and the Supreme Court as well. But also, too, uh, a, a unique responsibility and constitutional obligation to have is the signing of treaties. So do you think it could be possible that we could have a, a, a Senate that would ratify a treaty that would, that would do something like the, the sharing of the temple and, and the rebuilding of the temple? Well, I, I mean, I think that anything is possible right now with our, you know, with our government and especially with uh, you know, I mean, with what the groundwork that they have to work on with the Peace for Prosperity, uh, I think that that is a great launching pad, uh, you know, to move us toward this peace agreement. I think, um, 
it, not just the United States, but I think everybody that's talking about it right now can get behind what is in that. Because when you look at the Peace for Prosperity, when you look at what that says, it's really saying, hey, if, if you can get along with Israel, your country's going to be blessed by that. And I think that the, the reason why they approached it that way was to say, you know, if you're friends with Israel and you'll sign this agreement, then your country is, is only going to benefit with that. I think everybody in the world could get on that and, and understand what they're trying to do there. Uh, President Biden said the other day, um, actually it was a couple of months ago, he talked about he thought maybe part of what happened with Hamas attacking Israel was because he wanted to put a railway through uh, the port there from the Mediterranean Sea through Gaza into Saudi Arabia uh, and he thought that that might have had something to do with it but really that only benefits the the people that are involved in that I mean Palestine would be involved in that and so I think that they they could ratify things to help that along and you're right I mean the the president doesn't have the the sole say on that but what was implemented through the Trump administration, I think, will be the stepping stones for this peace agreement when we get to it. Well, I'm just very leery and reluctant of any kind of peace treaty or that's ratified with the Senate involving the Palestinians and the, uh, and the Israelis. I, it's always an elusive dream of trading land for peace mm -hmm. and, and, to, and to just divvy up, so to speak, God's land i just i think is detrimental to our well-being and personally i just think we shouldn't have any involvement in it. that's just my own personal opinion well i mean i agree with you as far as what scripture says about that and giving up that land for peace i totally agree with you uh you know israel the the whole reason why israel's in the situation that they're in is because uh they didn't obey god whenever they came into the promised land and had they obeyed God when they came in the promised land, we wouldn't be looking at the things we're looking at now. We wouldn't be in that situation we're in now. Uh, but, you know, I mean, that's part of being human is we have that rebellious side to us because we're flesh. And, you know, I mean, Israel is in the situation they're in just because they didn't listen to what God told them. Okay, well, listen, thank you for taking, taking my call. And, yes, I'll say to all your, all your listeners, please make sure you vote the Bible at all levels, not just the president, but the Congress in it and your local leaders and the governors and things like that, because it's very important that we have as many Bible-believing Christians in government at all levels. Yeah. You're Amen. right, Trey. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you, and happy birthday, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. You have a great day. Thanks, Trey. All right. Uh, we're going to try Joe again. Joe from New York. Joe, welcome to the End Time Show. I'm here. I walked away from the phone. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Left us hanging. Happy birthday. Happy birthday there, handsome man. Well, <laughs> thank God, you. Oh. <laughs> God bless you guys. Thank yeah, you, Yeah, all the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. And whether we see, we, we have to continually remind each other that the Word of God is the Word of God because we tend, with our human brains, to see what's happening in the world with worldly eyes. And the Lord said, you're in the world, you're not of the world. The will of God's going to happen no matter what. What the Bible, what the prophecies say, it's going to happen, whether we like it. That's why, to me, I can't, uh, honestly, I can't pray against a war. I know people think all different levels, and I see ministries all across the country, and I'm listening to a lot of different people, and all the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. The Holy Spirit is knitting and maturing the body of Christ to 
to be warriors, spiritual warriors, to pray against evil, because the USA has got to be strong. We can't be knocked down. We cannot be destroyed. We have to be standing with Israel. All the different various pieces, what we see happening in the Middle East, it's, it's all part of God's plan. Everything's going to fall into place, and my confidence is in him. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to deal with the human race. He's been doing it since creation began. And I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Like I always say, you guys are on the top of the heap because we got to know the prophecies. And, and, and we're seeing, I think this new year, we're going to see a lot of turmoil. But I think we're going to see great moves of the Lord here in this USA. We've got to do a turnaround in the government. We've got to become a strong, healthy nation. I believe it's going to happen. I love you guys. Thank you, Joe. We love you, too. Appreciate you. Um, Vince, one of the things that uh, Pastor Baxter said in that clip that we showed, that second clip, was he, he talked about this being a um, international um, community implementing these things on Israel. That's exactly what the article was talking about. That's one way that we've known that this would be part of the situation is because Scripture tells us that it's going to happen that way. So, uh, you know, Pastor Baxter had, um, he had received so much uh, as he'd done his studies through the year. God, God had given him so much through the years that he understood and that he was able to show us in Scripture where this is at. That's why we're confident, why we always go back to Scripture to show you you know, what's in there about these two things, the war, about the peace treaty, about the temple. That's why we're confident in what we teach here because uh, we always go back to those scriptures and that's exactly what he did. That's why he understood that this would be happening. Now we're watching it in the news. We're watching them talk about it. It's going to have to be implemented by an international community. And eventually an international community will have to usurp authority over that temple mount. And that's why the Antichrist will be able to stand there and declare that he's God and make them stop the animal sacrifices and cause the abomination of desolation. So we've been talking about a power shift to Europe for decades at this point. Mm -hmm. You do you think that that you could we could see that act, the the shift that the Bible talks about? You think we could see that in 2024? Yeah, it's highly possible, Vince, uh, especially because of the situations with everybody talking about the war and what could happen with this war. After this war, we will see Europe really stand out as a, a clear leader after that war is over with, according to what scripture tells us. Well, at least we'll be raptured out of here for all that, right? <laughs> well, that's a subject for another day. We don't have enough time to tell you why we don't believe that's <laughs> true, but we'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time, so be sure to come back, uh, join us live. Also, don't forget to go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com. There's thousands of hours of content. It's totally free because of amazing partners like you that give every single month at endtime.com slash give. Become a partner today and help us to continue to make the End Time Show available for free across all platforms. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Thank you.